Small business owners have to be like those plate spinners in the circus ring. You've probably seen those jugglers. They toss plates atop spindly poles. As soon as one of the plates starts spinning, the next plate wobbles, ready to crash. Plate spinners rush from pole to pole, trying to keep all the plates aloft. Juggling skills are essential for running a small business. Balancing life and work is nearly impossible, especially with all of our electronic tethers. Smartphones are cool, but they make it easy to work nonstop. This chapter on management strategies features great ideas about how to manage through chaos. I'll explain why creating an informal advisory board is a great idea, and how a company retreat can boost morale and productivity. You'll learn how to hire great advisors, including attorneys, accountants, and consultants. We'll explore how to keep employees healthy and happy by creating a safer, greener workplace. You may be inspired to move your business into a business incubator and cross-train your employees. All these great ideas were suggested by business owners, so read on. Great idea number one. Always deal with decision-makers. An entrepreneur's goal is to operate at the highest level possible. You'll increase the odds of making a deal if you pitch the decision-maker, whether that person is another business owner or a corporate executive. Your mission is to get to the person who writes the checks and move on to the next opportunity if the answer is no. Even when the Applegate Group, Inc., my multimedia communications and consulting company, was based in the dining room of our suburban Los Angeles home, I resolved to always deal directly with the top person. My strategy raised eyebrows, but as a financial writer, I was interviewing and profiling decision-makers every day. Companies claim to empower employees and work collaboratively, but the truth is, someone has to say yes or no. It took courage to quit my prestigious job at the Los Angeles Times to write a weekly small business column, write books, and consult with big companies selling products and services to small business owners. I was very lucky. My first client was American Express. The corporate card group wanted to sponsor a weekly small business report on national public radio. I was upset when NPR turned us down because they already had a corporate sponsor for small business coverage but we took the idea to CBS Radio. My syndicated Succeeding in Small Business report aired for about four years and launched my speaking and consulting career. We flourished through the years by pitching marketing concepts, television programs, business events, and independent films to the people who can green-light a project. You might be thinking, well, it's easy because you were Jane Applegate and people know who you are. Not so. No matter who you are, it's worth aiming high. You have nothing to lose by sending a short and focused handwritten note, not email, to the founder, president, or chairman of a company you want to do business with. Worst case, your note will be read by an assistant and may forward it to the appropriate person down the chain of command. I know everything is moving online, but letters cut through the clutter. I once sent a story pitch via priority mail to the executive producer at 60 Minutes. Two days later, his assistant called me. She said my letter was the only piece of mail on his desk. He read it and asked a producer to call me right away. They passed on the story, but I know it was considered, which impressed my client. And don't be shy about using all your contacts, even personal ones. For example, 
I was chatting with a neighbor who is executive vice president of a big bank. I mentioned that I was looking for companies to give this book away to small business customers. He passed along my pitch to his business banking team. No matter what happens, I know my proposal got to the right person with a note from a top executive.